Welcome to Sports and Songs Podcast, Season 3, Episode number 26. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Andy, how are you doing this weekend? I'm fighting some allergies, but besides that, pretty good. Well, it's May 15th. We're halfway through May, and uh, school will be ending here coming up. High school sports yep. will be wrapping up in the spring. Yep. We've got one to the Twins game today. The Twins pulled out a win over the Guardians. Guardians. And I, uh, I think that's going to tie into the trivia question, perhaps. All right. I've got a All trivia right. question this week and also a note. Trivia question is this. New Twins rookie Royce Lewis called up in his first major league home run. Happened to be a grand slam this round. Oh. He's only the second twin in history to ever hit a grand slam as his first major league home run. And one other person who's hit a home run, a grand slam, in his very first major league home run. Huh. Have to think on Lewis, that one. Lewis did it. One other twin did it. Ask the question. Use your uh, use your Google Internet's machine and try to find out that we'll come back to that. Uh, it's another twin. It's a it's a pretty good question. The note that I have as far as major league baseball is this: yep. Christian Yelich for the Brewers. Hit for the cycle this week, and it is the third time he's done that in his career. Third time. The little-known fact is this. Every time he's hit for the cycle, it's been against the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, geez. I thought it was like Mother's Day or something like that all the time or something. But Yeah, so he's you know, oh. tough enough to hit for the cycle, much less do it three times. And to do it all against one oh. team. He's the first person in Major League Baseball to do it against three teams. I think there's uh, been two other players that have hit the cycle three times. Right. But never against the same team. Christian Yelich did it this week against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, so congrats to him. That's all I've got here for sports to lead things off to, for the show. All right. And so go ahead and take it away. I'll jump into my bit here a second here. Click that button. Uh, there we go. We're, we're loading here. It starts with high school baseball going off the uh, Max Preps website. As you see their little disclaimer on there, through the 12th, and teams that have a minimum of six games played to be qualified. So okay. here's 4A. You got Hastings first, Stillwater, and Minneapolis Southwest, Ian Prairie fourth, Chaska at seven. Some of these teams, like see, have 11 games played, so I have seven, so I have 20. So they're, they're piling them up. Let's see if they got some doubleheaders coming up to make those up. 3A, St. Thomas Academy and Benilson and Margaret's be the top two. Bemidji in third. Hutch, as those about here in uh, Western Carver call it. Hutch is in fourth. There's Minneapolis South, St. Anthony Village, and Monticello, the bottom, or rounding off the top ten, I should say. 2A, Fairmont, Perm, and Pine City. Oh, there's Watertown Mayor in sixth, eight and one. Woo-hoo. A, Southwest Christian. Wyndham and Randolph are the top three there. New Ulm Cathedral at nine. Our friends at Crown College, the UMAC tournament was this week, uh, if you recall from last week. Uh, the tournament, there were the two seed going in. They won. Uh, they won. Twice to secure the program's 
first UMAC postseason baseball title. Really? Okay. Well, congratulations to the boys over at Crown College. Well done. Uh, UMAC, the Vikings use a shout-out to claim the 2022 UMAC softball tournament championship, so congratulations to the girls there. Eh? And South Dakota State, the Bunnies, they're just picking up all the titles except for football um, in that conference. Sorry, did I say that out loud? You said that out loud too soon. Oh, sorry. Uh, softball champs with the girls there, their second straight title. <clears throat> and Nebraska's the Big Ten softball champs. And this is all important. Why? Well, college softball college world series for the women. Uh, the first round in regionals is double elimination. You put four teams in a group, it's double elimination. Then the super regionals, it's best of three, then uh, best of three in the championships. So here's uh, the right side of the bracket. Um, Gophers made it. They're in the same bracket as Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and Prairie View. So those four were playing a double elimination. On uh, their same little bracket, there South Dakota State's in there with Michigan, UCF, and Villanova. Oklahoma's the number one seed overall, and the Gophers are in that same group. So, yeah. Um, there's some of the other teams we've seen there. These are all small college, big college. All these all in there mixed in. Um, we'll just kind of the big seeds here. Oklahoma's Sooners are the one seed. 16, UCF. The nine seed is Northwestern. Eight is Arizona State. Five is UCLA. The Dukies at 12. Washington at 13. Arkansas at four. So there you go. That's that for that part of the bracket. The lower bracket, VTech is the third seed, Florida the 14. Tennessee at 11, Alabama at six. Oklahoma State, seven, Clemson, 10. The Missouri Tigers at 15, and the Florida State Seminoles at two. See there, uh, Nebraska's in there in that one conference with Oklahoma State. Wisconsin's in there with Florida. So all kind of spread out for us here. Illinois made it. So we got got some Big Ten reps there in the softball. We'll see how they sit next week, how these all wind down. A few Major League Baseball notes. Rocket City Trash Pandas. A year ago, Reed Detmers started their first game in Trash Panda history. Then Tuesday night last week, threw a no-hitter for the Angels. Excuse me. So that was Reed's had a good year. Um, we'll get back to his numbers here in a little bit, but just some other notes I'll pass on. David West, former Minnesota Twin pitcher, Mets prospect, and uh, Phillies. <coughs> Excuse me, pitcher has died of brain cancer, 57 years old. Um, he did do a year uh, with Boston towards the end of his career and tried to play in Japan for a while too. David West, uh, young phenom. He was a big promising kid for the Mets coming up. I came over here in the, I believe it was the Viola trade to the Twins. So uh, he was a member of the 91 World Series team here, so he does have the ring. But very promising guy, never really panned out when he got to the pros, but has died of brain cancer. Hmm. Here's a line stat from the Blue Jays uh, minor league team. Three pitchers in a game combined for 24 strikeouts in a wow. nine-inning Five walks, two hits, and 24 strikeouts. Wow. One reliever pitched four innings, got 10 Ks. Started on three innings, eight Ks. Three innings, eight Ks, Dan. 
Wow. Four innings, 10 Ks, two innings, huh. six days for the reliever. Can't get better than that. There's only 27 outs in a game. Yep, and 24 were whiffs. Wow. Today, Cincinnati Reds did pitch a no-hitter but lost one to nothing. Oh, my God. I didn't so know this. Gets worse. Um, there was a stat. Uh, you can look it up. There has been guys who have pitched a no-hitter with less than nine innings played because Pittsburgh being the home team didn't have to bat in the ninth. So um, Cincinnati's pitchers went nine and no hitter and no celebration there or anything else. But this that's Cincinnati's year in a nutshell right there. Interesting. And speaking of the other no hitter earlier by Detmers, nine innings pitched one walk and only two strikeouts. If you look at that game, the Angels won that game 12-0, which I think would be hard yet. The no-hitter going, but your team is so far ahead. And it was early, too. You look at the line score. It was, you know, what, six, eight, nothing after three. Okay. You know, try to stay focused. And if you look at Tampa Bay's pitchers, they actually had a, a position player pitch the ninth inning, or eighth inning, and he gave up four runs. So uh, more credit that Detmer's on this one for just staying focused. Wow. And the, and I don't mean disrespect by this, but the term of a laugh or game like this, to still stay focused to get out there. So, congrats to the young man. Interesting. Some current standings. So these were taken about two hours ago. So some games had finished up, so I might be off half a game here or there. But we're early enough in the season where half game if that ruins your day. Then seek help. Yankees twenty five and nine leading the East. Four and a half over Tampa. Twins, only team above 500 in their division. Hmm. Three games up. And in the West, Houston, who had an 11-game winning streak this uh, this year, uh, thanks to the Twins helping out in that. So like we said last year, you get 10 in a row and play 500, you're in the playoffs. Well, they've done it enough. They just play 500. They should be good, but. Angels have dropped a second place, a half game out. Seattle, seven out. National League, Mets, again, the other team above 500. Philly is at 500. Mets have a five-game lead there. Uh, Justin McCann for the Mets. Uh, he's on the IR now. Um, pitching staff's all injured. They got to pad this lead and make it run, boys, because uh, everybody's getting injured. So just, just stay healthy and not do anything stupid. I will be surprised the Mets make a trade for position players and or pitchers coming up. Just because of so many injuries coming up, you need to get some healthy people there, so we'll see what happens. Depth is key. Yeah. Milwaukee, three-game lead over St. Louis in that division. Pittsburgh, six and a half out, and there's the Reds at 13 out. In the West, Padres, the Dodgers, and the Giants. We've heard that song the last couple of years. Here's Arizona's only three and a half out. They've been hot lately, 18 and 16 on the year. Colorado's at 500, and they're in last place. Oh, my gosh. Our division, the only team above 500 is in first place. So they beat up each other. I mean, they beat everybody else up in the West, I guess. So Hockey playoffs, NHL, are the wild are out. So the next round's going to be the, the Lanch, as some people call them. The Avalanche against the Blues. 
Uh, Calgary and Dallas are still playing. They'll go on to face the Oilers in that one. Florida and Tampa Bay, they'll play in their bracket. And the Hurricanes will play the winner of the Rangers-Penguins game, which is 3-2 Penguins in the third right now, just started the third period. I'm watching that game right here. So, hmm. All elite wrestling. Um, I was going to bring up some wrestling note here that's kind of bothered me that someone did this week. They have a thing called uh, going on the, the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament. All the wrestling have a men's, women in division, and a women's bracket. Uh, one of the wrestlers that qualified, Sheeta, she's wrestles here and in Japan. She qualified for the tournament. Well, because of storyline reasons, this is wrestling. We all know the we all know what's really going on. But for storyline, she could not compete in the tournament because of an injury. She did not clear injury and could not compete, so she was replaced. Well, she went on social media that day as the match was going on going, I'm fine. I've wrestled so many other matches over here since my last one, XYZ123. Well, also, you couldn't get the flight back here for this either. And they didn't want to make you look like a schmo saying you missed a flight. So they want the injury card. And now she's since gone back on her social media going, oh, I hope the best to everybody. I'm doing better now. Thanks for the well wishes. You know, so. She, she tried Not to bury on the same page. They tried to bury her and they said, You make how much in Japan and make how much here, and you want to bury us? So I think she realized that. And uh, I, let's say she won't get much good booking, as they call it over here, meaning you're going to get punked out a lot here for a while. I would anyway. Yeah. And that, sir, is what I got. I don't have a lot this week. Um, had a busy week going on here, stuff. A lot of the baseball stuff going on. Um, like I said, the Mets have just been doing a lot of roster moves for pitching. Um, their minor league team's not doing that well because, again, the big league team keeps pulling up all your guys. So, you know, um, it's very hard to see the major league team and the AAA both do well at the same time. Those are very hard to do. Um, I think, personally, with if I was, as a Mets fan, I want to see them pick up more pitching. Yeah, we got Scherzer. That's great. He's doing great. DeGrom, if he ever could pitch again, great. But uh, McGill, he went on uh, injuries this week. Uh, our catcher, like I said, McCann injured. Uh, Walker just came back from an injury. You know, they're, they're, they're dropping like flies. Um, we're setting guys up and down just to get people through. Uh, not a blockbuster trade. They won't make a blockbuster trade for a big name. But if you see a team, okay, the Cincinnati Reds or Pittsburgh or Detroit, their their two, three, or four starter could be traded to a a Mets team coming up here, maybe before the All-Star break. Not a trade deadline, but they might try to pull something before the break even just to get them in, get get into your team, get to know who's who. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the Mets or any other contender really doing that, Um, pitching being such a high priority. You have to do what you got to do. that also being said, the, the, the Twins, it, it's like anything else. Yeah, they're the only team above 500. But Houston came in, beat us up, took our lunch money, and made us look bad. So, you're the Twins. Do you have to go out and pick up some some bats somewhere going, hey, look, we just played a potential playoff component opponent right now. Yeah, we're 30 games in the season, 40 games in the season, but still. 
we're both playoff contenders. They came in our house and did that to us. You know, you, you got to go get some help. Now, and I don't want to hear this, oh, but Carrasco was out and this guy was out. It's called a team game, you know. It, it, so, man, up if, if Carrasco's our big hitter and he doesn't play and Bucks doesn't play and we did this bad, wow, we need some help because those two can't carry us all year. No offense to either one. They're both great players. They're both all-stars, yes. You need two all-stars on your team. Then you need 24, 23 average or better players, not eh, 23 players, you know, that sorry, boys. That's that hurts your feelings. You don't want to send me a Christmas Christmas card for putting down the twins. Fine. I'm okay with that, but it's the truth. We got some players that are maybe average at best on that team after Buxton and, and um, the shortstop there. So call Carlos Carrera. So Correa, yeah, Correa. Correa. Yeah. So, we need to get some help. Um, we did, made some trades. Trades. We got great young pitching. Joe Ryan did awesome today. Um, I love our pitching staff. I'm not worried about that. But we we're not going to win one to nothing or two to one all the time either. We need some bats. So the Twins. That's what I got for that. Uh, yes, I mentioned the hockey stuff going on. Kind of NHL playoffs is the best thing ever. I will put that up against March Madness all the time for most exciting sports time of year. Um, NBA playoffs, I've fallen out. I love the NBA. So it's hard for me to follow the players and who's who. Maybe the finals I'll watch. Sorry. Um, and one other side note, basketball-wise, Brittany Griner. Um, we followed that since we got arrested in – in the Soviet Union there, and Russia. Um, government's gotten involved, social media, celebrities have also, hey, oh, free Britney, oh, and they've got her little initials in her jersey number on the court, so that's cute. But now they want to do, Russia said, oh, sure, we'll do a prisoner exchange. It's her for some guy who's like a weapons specialist or something that we got over here. Something's like, wait, she's a basketball player, and this guy's a war criminal, almost a war criminal, basically, for weapons. That's not a fair trade. Um I'm not saying Britney's being held wrong or unjustly. I'm not going down that road. I don't know Russian politics enough. I know enough from what I've seen on the news, Fox News and CNN, both, not picking a side, but she keeps getting detained for other reasons. Is she being held as a bad prisoner? Are they mistreating her? Or is she the one being the jerk and being held back? We'll never know that answer. We'll never know that. I feel bad she's being detained. Um, if they're making an example out of her, I think that's wrong. Or is she getting the punishment she deserves? Is she being a not a model prisoner? I don't know. And to me, it's irrelevant. It's the Russian uh, system over there for courts. They're going to drag it through because they're in no hurry for anything else. No skin off their nose. Make some American look bad. They don't care. So uh, all we can do is just hope they hurry up and get it done and she can get out with her life. So, but she... So when she got busted, she actually did commit a crime. Yeah, right? she did break a law. It was uh, stuff with her, 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 the vaping stuff. She had cannabis or something in there. Something that all the players knew and everybody knew. It was illegal. It wasn't like a her shampoo bottle was too big and you can't have that bigger liquid bottle. You know, it wasn't something like that. It was drug paraphernalia. Um, some people may not call it hard drug paraphernalia, but drugs are drugs. So. 
she did break the law, quote unquote. They didn't just pick out the first seven foot tall woman they saw coming back to America and said, hey, you're kind of a celebrity. We want to make an example out of you. That did not happen. Um, the day afterwards when they found out she did break the law, I don't know. I do, I do not know. I, I hope not. You know, that'd be wrong. But again, it's, it's European, Russian politics and laws that we'll never understand. So, so it's, all, it's, it's a, a little bit of both here. Number one, yeah. she, did, she, she did commit a, a crime, so she's not yeah. a victim. Right. What happened subsequently kind of turned her into a victim. Right. But we really don't need the WNBA uh, putting the, now the initials, the little stickers, all yeah. this in all of the court for her uh, because they're treating her like something happened to her that shouldn't uh, have happened. Right. She's a victim and a victimless crime, you know, something, you know, they're really making it out to be that. And so your point is that's the thing that's over overboard. Yes, right. What they may be doing to her in the aftermath of all this is right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, it sucks. The whole situation sucks. Yeah. But she's not a victim to start with. She got herself into this mess to start with. Yeah. Did she not? Yep. If you all put a little thing on there like, hey, let's all have our best wishes for Brittany and hope this gets over soon, fine. I I got no problem putting that in your program or in yeah. between quarters, I'll put that up on the screen. Great. I, I do. I hope everything goes great for her and she gets out. I, I don't want anything to happen to her. I loved her as a college basketball player. I thought she was great. She's a great yeah. NBA player. Don't get me wrong. But he's got to ride the storm right now. And that's it's, the sad it's part. Like, it, it's like a, uh, a very beloved sports star who did nothing wrong and is informed by doctors that uh, they've got some kind of terminal cancer and they're right. not going to make it. We see a lot of this hashtag, you can get it, you can pull through it, you can do this. Yeah. We'll, yep. we'll build up and, uh, and support you to get through this mess. That's not the case here. It is right. somewhat. But she committed the crime to begin with, and she was put in jail, rightly so. Yes. But then everything else happened. So we're seeing all these hashtags and, and uh, cry, cry me a river type of things, and it's somewhat true. We have some some yeah. sympathy for her, but not uh, to lose any sleep over it. I don't think yeah. it's nothing. So not a big. They're blowing it out of proportion to some. And the part that kind of bothers me a little bit is how the politicians are getting involved in it, too. Well, see, now they're politicizing it. And yep. that's that's when things get haywire, too, because uh, they're also, you know, putting that slant uh, to really get a groundwell of support for this for this person uh, because yeah, politics are involved. So. If you follow the news, again, we're not a news news show, but Russia is not the most popular country in the world right now with other folks either for other things they're doing. So let's not pick a scab about a prisoner either. Let's, you know, let's let that lie and just let their process go through and see what happens. That's an interesting um, situation there. She got caught up in the, in the machines, the political machine, I guess. Uh, yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Now, in other wrong, wrong place for her on what's going on in the world, just the stars and moons were not aligned for her on this one. Yeah. So. It is, and it is unfortunate regardless. Yes. Anyone's. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad for her that she's there. Don't get me wrong, but you, you did, you know, stub your stub your toe there, so you got to pay the price. Is she paid now, too much of a price again? Don't know. We're going to be covering some baseball coming up. Uh, amateur baseball now with the lovely weekend we had I was able to start and kick off and have a lot of games 
under their belt for some of these teams now to get things going. Uh, we don't have many scores, updates, and standings yet, but next week we'll start rolling on that. We'll mainly cover the DRS uh, and the Crow River Valley from Amateur. Um, and so that'll be fun to, to follow those, the local teams. And also um, the over 35 is in, uh, you know, they're getting along rolling with a couple weeks in now as well. Now, USFL football, the final yes. week five is done. It's only a 10, 10 week season. The regular season is only 10 weeks. So now instead of getting the things figured out, your offensive uh, playbook and your defense, and uh, they're battling injuries as well. They're essentially now going to be in the playoff hunt. And so there's only five weeks left. You have to uh, finish in the top two in their division to even go. <coughs> only eight teams are in it, and four teams will make it, which is the good news is half. Yep. But you have to finish. Uh, you have to win your division outright, and the next runner-up will be in the division. There's just a semifinal weekend, which is week 11. And then week 12 is the USFL title game in Canton, Ohio. So those teams will be now in the playoff push. Um, going forward in the first in the first ever uh, you know, the, the season of the USFL back in action uh, since the uh, mid 80s but uh, I'll be tracking that as well I'll be going to the game on Sunday so I'll reporting on that as well and then I'll be taking in a minor league baseball game uh, next week down in Birmingham to see the Barons play against the very same trash panda team we talked yes. about earlier so earlier I'll take some photos and um, do a special show, I think, on that type of uh, from that environment itself. Uh, but that's all I've got. For- just one more note: you went back to the Tomball teams that we're covering on um, Crow River League, and that Crow River, just yeah. for you guys to know, we record this on a Sunday night. A lot of their games are on Sundays, so we might have a few finals. But that really, we do put a lot of the retweets up and stuff on our Twitter and Facebook for the scores um, from uh, Tomball Tuesday from Kip Kovar. We we retweet a lot of our stuff with their scores, so catch that. We try to keep this stuff up to date on social media, the, the standings and schedules. The interesting thing in, is with the town ball is these first couple of weeks uh, that the players, the teams are with a little lighter roster, I should say, because the college players that are on the team are still in college. And as you reported earlier, those playoffs are wrapping up. The NCAAs are kicking into high gear. Uh, once they're done with college and wrap up, move out of their dorm and come back home or, or move out of their apartment and come back home and then join their actual town team ball games. The mm-hmm. rosters look a little different here early in the season. And some of these deeper bench guys will get a chance to play. And then when the college guys come on, they'll take their role again more as bench guys. But uh, this, yep. this gets to be fun this time of year. Yep, it does. All right. That's all I've got here. Uh, have a good oh, trivia answer, sir. Oh yeah. We got the trivia, the trivia answer. The Grand Slam. Mr. Royce Lewis hit a home mm-hmm. run. His first major league home run was a Grand Slam. He's the second Twins player ever to do that. Name the first. Do you have any ideas? It's too easy to be a big-name player like a Canterbury, Kirby Puckett, one of the big-name guys. Uh, it's got to be a role player. I'm going to guess someone pretty popular. I'm going to say Royce Smalley. Ah. The answer is Danny Valencia. Remember the name? Infielder. Yep. Danny Valencia was highly a high big prospect, kept up, came up, played a couple seasons, went off to, I think, the Orioles or something. But he hit his first major league home run as a twin and hit a grand slam. Nice. These are the only players. What's that? In the Metrodome. 
Oh, was it? Well, I, that's what I don't know. Was it a home game or road game? Do you know? Uh, I don't know, but Valencia, I'm guessing that was at Target. Uh, well, Target Field, but I, I don't know. We don't know the answer here. It also doesn't matter, but he's the only twin to do so, along with Cody I'll, I'll get Kevin, the intern, to check that out. Have the intern check it out. We'll get that. Also, we're, we're, we're rifling through all the resumes that are coming in to be the intern for the summer, summer internships. Yeah. And so uh, we'll be an, uh, announcing that name here uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks of who the hire right. is. Right. We do. Yeah. And I'd like to say to everyone, too, is remember, I did get a new shirt here. Well, one other thing I want to mention, too. Very famous, very popular Minnesota baseball player's birthday today. Happy birthday, Justin Morneau. Mr. Morneau, it is. Yeah. I don't know how old he is because he's Canadian and that numbering system is different. So I was at – in the metrics. I was at the game. They did uh, do a big shout-out on the on the big board, and uh, he waved his hand from the press box. But Justin Mono, birthday today, happy birthday to him. A big shout-out. Uh, that's all I've got for this week, so we'll be back next Sunday. And Thursday's Songs Edition, we'll be covering Trib Fest. The second annual Trib Fest went there last night. So We'll do a full coverage for bands – played we'll do a full coverage on that for our thursday show yep yep have a good week everyone see ya